Please welcome up on stage, Nick Goliath. Oh, yeah. Wow, there was that last little bit of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. intro no, music. There was, there was. Yeah. Uh, Warren, that was beautiful. That Thank was, you. You said such nice things. Thank I you. I know, I know. I but I, I have to, otherwise you guys won't let me come back. That's um, true. <laughs> that cue laughter. Let me see. There we go. There we are. Now you guys know what it's up. Do, Do we, you want me to hold up a sign? No? Sorry, I've just got to, I've got to no, train no, no, the audience a little bit. We've got to get them going here. behind this thing. All right. What we're going to do, right, is we're going to start with what I, what I like to start these podcasts off with. is what I call first date questions. They're the questions that I ask all of my first dates in an attempt to kind of gauge the sort of human beings they are. If you're never second date or not. No, I don't is have any second date. No, no, no. Question. I mean, you use these are the questions you use to find out if you want to do. No, I mean, if if I did, then I would get second dates. Okay. Like if that, I, I don't know whether these work. I know nothing about them. I'm going to ask you a couple of them. The first one, this is this is one that that is always a hit with the ladies. Uh, nice. When did you lose your virginity? We're going to jump right in there. I mean, no, let's go. Th- yo, we're going straight. <laughs> Just like in. you did when you lost your virginity. No, um, <laughs> so. So, yeah, okay. Um, hi, guys. My, I feel like before I tell you when I lost my virginity, this is first date questions. Right? Yeah. I guess we done. I told you, I'm not virgin. particularly okay. successful. So, so I lost my virginity when when I was when I was 19 years old. Good. That's a good f- age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is in fact the perfect age for a man. Yeah, I kissed a girl for the first time though, like when I was. 15 actually I was, I was very sheltered someone in life um, my parents didn't really let me out of the house and near girls um, so I always I actually I thought I was a bad looking guy okay. I thought I was a bad looking guy and I didn't I used to be awkward I'm still awkward. fishing for compliments or not no no no, no, no I'm, I'm not fishing for compliments okay. I know I'm good looking now. <laughs> okay. I know I know I don't need to I don't need to I see how even some of the guys in the audience are looking at me um, so yeah I lost my virginity when I was 19 um, and and it's I think I had a few opportunities that I could have lost it before. No, I don't want to hear your I, lies. I, I just didn't how know. Did no, I just didn't know. Oh, okay. Like, like I couldn't gauge. I still don't know if somebody, uh, one of the the female comedians. I'm not going to mention who she is, but but she said to me once um, when she first met me. It's not Angel. Don't worry, Angel. I won't tell you what, tell oh, you what you told me. You're mentioning Angel because she's in next week's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but right, one yeah. one of the female comedians said to me <laughs> once. Um, that she she was hitting on me so hard for the first f- few few times we met um, because she didn't know I was married, so she, okay. she'd be hitting and and I had no idea. I, like I had no idea. That so she what was did this woman do to you when you were nineteen that changed all of that? Um, How obvious did she have to make it? 
No, that we just got drunk. Actually, <laughs> we got drunk together. So romantic. Um, it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Story, no, yeah. look, it's a, it's a wonderful story because I'd been wanting to 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 not be a virgin for um, for many years. Yeah, before since that. you were like twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and and I practiced, and I tried, and and I did all the things. <laughs> I did some embarrassing things. Anyway, um, so okay, no, no, not no. Not, it was not anyway. What was the embarrassing? What was the most embarrassing thing you did? On you know, the quest you, for sex. Oh, you know, I don't know if you know, but but Kelly Apter does this this gag where she talks. She says, "Guys, guys will sleep with anything," and then she talks about the the, yeah. the couch, like like I've done the couch, you know, like <laughs> like where the two cushions join. Then you just you just look at the two cushions and you're just like, okay, no, boss, don't leave me like that. Don't you know you've done the two cushions, man, or never. <laughs> Just a solid score I mean, that's fine. Also. You know what I, you know what I liked. You know what I liked the most about this bit was you marked the quality of my icebreaker questions just before admitting you fucked. Up. Did I did? I didn't fuck a couch. I tried to. It's very awkward. It oh, what you made love to the couch? It doesn't look good. You dinner first. <laughs> well, I had dinner on it a few times. So. Um, yeah. So. Okay, which one person do you want to be stuck on a desert island with? One person that I want yeah. to be stuck in a desert island with, um, I, I think, I think I'd be, st- I'd, I'd prefer to be stuck with somebody I don't know, actually. Okay. Because I, d- I feel like if you're stuck on a desert island, eventually you're going to get to a point where you hate the person, and probably, and then and then I don't want to kill someone I know, so just just like <laughs> this guy, I don't I, even you, boss. Like I'll take you. On the desert island. No, but, but that's forward thinking because, like, you might run out of food at some point, and you don't have to knife your wife. You know? Yeah, no, yeah. I definitely don't want to be stuck on a de- desert island with my wife because um, that I'm technically stuck on a desert island with her now. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. Now, what marriage wouldn't survive? The I fucked him because I was on a <laughs> desert island. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a good people person. I think. At times, it takes me. It takes me a while to warm up to people. Um, I mean, just just get your takeaways here. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we'll we'll welcome just, we'll welcome takeaway guy. On. Have a seat. Yeah, yeah, grab a seat, man. You like a beer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, it's yeah, actually so take a lot. Take a lot of just delivering to Goliath Club now. This is in the middle of shows. Well, it, wow, it, that it was did bring that a was lot. some sneaky way to get your company onto my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely, if if I had to choose somebody, mm, I think I think I'd want to be. I know this is gonna sound a little bit weird, but I wouldn't mind being on a desert island with Oscar Pistorius. But he's he's missing like one third of the meals. No, no, no. I know <laughs> I'm on a diet first of all, so I need something small and compact. Um, that's always. Don't laugh. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, but I'd, I'd just like to... I feel like if I spend enough time with me, he'd have to tell me the truth. Because we all have... Uh, yeah. like, like, we have his side of the story and we have what our thing is. But I figure, like, after six months of being stranded with him and him not being able to go anywhere because I'm put his legs in a tree. And then, <laughs> and then, then I'm going to be like, if you want to go, just tell me. And then I'll find out the real story of what actually. But what, are you, what are you expecting him to say? Like, what do I you don't know. Mean? I just, I just want to know. Did they have a fight the night before? Did they like? What was the story? How do you just walk in? Because I did a gag about it, like, for but and and it wasn't funny. Because I was like, he must, he must be 
Oscar Master, he's like he's he's a cool guy, but he has these moments of just with madness. Because madness is not. I think there you're just saying he's a cool guy because you're scared when he comes out. No, he'll yeah, look, the you. madness is yeah. comes straight <laughs> to me. No, no, no. Yeah. No, so then he has moments of madness. So, like, if you think about it, he'd be sitting, having breakfast, everything's cool. Then, madness, papa, shots in Tasha's. You see? Because the madness just... And then, sometimes he's driving on the highway, taxi cuts him off, madness, papa, out the sunroof. So, what happened is, he woke up on Valentine's Day, and then, madness. Then he was like, <gasps> he thought he was Cupid, but he, he couldn't find his, his bow and arrow. <coughs> okay. Thank you. So, so... So what movie do you wish was based on a true story? Um, movie. I, I think, so I think that, that a lot of movies are based on true stories. That, that okay. not, not true stories, but on reality. Like, like, like the Hunger Games. I believe we could get there. <laughs> like Twilight. <laughs> no, not, not the Hunger Games. Okay. If, if, if there was, it would be Eyes Wide Shut. Um, I'd want to be in that movie. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You also? Yeah. Nice. I definitely want to be. When did you last that see movie? that movie? Yo, it's been years, eh? Tom Cruise I think, gets I think surprisingly I little action for a movie that's all about sex. I know, but there's a lot of new. I mean, like they were, because <laughs> that was at a time I think when I was still a virgin. I was about to say, yeah, like, um, yeah, it came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like my thing is, I, I, I feel like all of the movies. If you think about it, the, we, we watched movies as kids where guys had cell phones and you know they could do all these amazing things and they had a map on their phone. Yeah. And now we have cell phones with maps on our phones and we can do all these amazing things. Then I look at movies like, like um, I can't think of a fucking movie now. But I, I, I look at movies, I, I always say to my wife that I believe machines are going to take over the world. Like, okay. every, like Terminator, like all of those, we can robot, hope. those yeah. type of things. Yeah. I believe it's going to happen because... I hope so. Yeah, because if you think about where technology was, where it is now and where we're going, I'm like... It's, it's happening, guys. It's hap there's, there's a vacuum that vacuums your house without you even fucking there. And then it just maps your house out. No, you see? So I Have you ever fucked a vacuum that, <laughs> that no, vacuums no, the house? No, no I've never. I've, vacuums suck, man. Um, <laughs> so I don't. No. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's a great guys, joke, guys. More vacuum, effort, please. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> who's the guy in the back that's not laughing or paying attention? Is that? Okay. He's sleeping. He's proper sleeping, that guy. Like, out, actually like he's like actually... No, let's not ruin. He could be having nice Yeah, dreams. the thing about people who are sleeping in a comedy show is you wake them up, it's only going to make things worse. Oh, he's going to fall. That's going to make it better. Let's wait for him to fall. And yeah. Then, and then I hope well, he now, doesn't injure himself. Now, now, if you're listening to the podcast, now you know why you should have come to the live show. Yeah. You can't even see what this guy's doing. No, anyway, it's crazy. have you ever been arrested? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's not a date you ask on. That's not a question you ask on the first date. No, I, I feel think like, it's important. I like feel like you ask, you put that on in there just because you had a colored brown stage, <laughs> and then they want to know. People want to know. Um, no, but also if so you're on a first date, ask that question. You don't want to take the woman who, yeah, I, I killed four of my previous husbands, and you know, like you don't want to take her home. That's a valid point. That's a, I will I will if I get divorced and start dating, <laughs> it'll definitely be top yeah. of my list. Yeah. But to answer your question. Warren, um, you know, it's such a stereotypical thing for people to think that all colored guys have been arrested at some point in my life, in their lives. And, and I, I, I hate to just enforce stereotypes, but I've been arrested <laughs> twice. I've been arrested twice in my life, um, convicted once. Uh, what did you do? Okay, let's start with the non-convicted. Let's start with the, like, the, 
The one you got away with. The crime you got so, away with. Technically, I didn't get away with it. I just got a suspended sentence. But anyway, okay. So, so first... <laughs> The first, the first time I got arrested, or one of one of the times I got arrested, um, I was, I must have been, I was older. It was this is probably about seven, six years ago that I got arrested. Um, and what happened is, I just started out in comedy. I was just start, sort of getting into emceeing events and doing that type of thing. And I was booked for an event that was that was kind of far out of town. Well, not far out of like an hour's drive from where I live. Um, and I, w- I was on my way to the event, but, but, but I was running a little bit late, and I left home. I'd just moved house, so I'd moved out of my previous house into a new house. My wife had just given birth to our second kid, who's now four years. So this is four years ago. No, yes, four years ago. Um, so she'd just given birth. We just moved on the day that I had the gig, um, and I was with, with my cousin. Because he was sort of my my little minion, so like he'd roll with me to gigs okay. and do things with me. Um, and and for those of you who don't know, I I occasionally sometimes like when the stress gets to me daily, um, I I smoke a bit of the marijuanas. Um, and on this particular day, on my way to the gig, I didn't have the marijuanas. But I wasn't going to smoke it. I wasn't going to smoke it on the way because I'm very responsible when it comes to work. So I must be focused and there. Don't pull your face like that, Khaled. Don't ever pull your face like that while... No. Anyway, so so I was driving. I was driving and stop and get some weed for the drive back because I had an hour's drive back. So I was like, I want to have a joint when I leave so that I can smoke and do the thing. So the only place I could get weed was this really dodgy spot in my area, which I knew was really dodgy. But at the same time... When you have a drug problem, guys, um, <laughs> weed is not a drug. But anyway, so what happened is I stopped at the dodgy spot to buy some weed. Um, and I got the weed. And as I drove off, the cops came down the road. And it was a one-way. They were coming the wrong way. I was like, guys, you're going the wrong way. But they didn't care because the passenger, passenger had his door open with his gun on the window just pointing at me. Um, at the car, and they were coming down the one way, the, the, the wrong way. Police the passenger car. police, yeah, not my passenger. He was just pulling, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, because that's definitely wow. the wrong way to greet the cops. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so the passenger cop was was he? He's got his door open a little bit. He's resting his gun between the door and the door frame, pointing directly at me. At which point, I froze. I just froze. I had the weed in my hand, and I just froze. And I stopped the car, and they came and they searched me, and they're like. You've got weed on you. Wow. Um, so I got arrested. Got arrested. My cousin was with me, though. So I give him all my stuff. I'm like, cool. Here's my phone. Here's my things. My family's just, we've just moved into a new house. Please go and just make sure my wife's okay. Check if everything's okay. And you have to understand the relationship with me and him. Like, we were, we were super, super close. Like, he was my, my little brother. Like, we did, I did everything for him. Um, his dad was a bit of a fuck up. So I did everything for him. Like, like I looked after him. But anyway, um, so I'm like, here's my things. Phone, phone Jason, let him know what's happened, get the bail sorted out, here's my pin numbers, draw money, whatever the bail is, draw the money, come and sort it out. So, cool, he goes, I get taken to, to the cells, they lock me up, cool, zero point some odd grams, whatever, um, get arrested, spend the night in jail, no bail, which is terrible. Because jail, do you, have you ever been to jail, sir? Fucking, like, I can see she didn't ask you on the first date. I can see she didn't ask. 
Because she has like, this is a white guy who's never been to Thailand. <laughs> but anyway, so now, so, so they give you brown bread and tea. But they use like t- two tea bags in like a 50 liter fucking drum of tea. <laughs> and, and like powder milk. I don't know what the... F- anyway. Wait, wait, wait. You went to jail and your worst experience was the tea. <laughs> and you still think that you're good looking. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> I must... Oh, so, so I get in. I get in. I get in. There's, there's three guys in the cell. There's three guys in the cell. There's a, like an a older white guy. He was in for like fraud stuff. Wow, surprise. Um, but he was like in for some fraud stuff. And then, and then there was like a, a, a... Probably about my age, maybe a little bit older. Like a black guy, but like a fucking... Like he, he looks like he lives in that cell. Like he's, you know... And I'm not, I'm not saying... That black guys live in cells, but that guy lived in that cell. Like, I'm convinced, like, that was his home. Like, that's where they send his post to. Um, he, I, I, didn't, I didn't even speak to him. I was like, I don't want to know anything about... You know when you look in someone's eyes and you're just like, I could die yeah. now. Yeah. Now. So then there's that bra. Then there's a colored bra. Like, a, a short colored guy. Um, shorter than me. Probably younger than me. Has on a tracksuit pants. So I'm laying, at some point we lay on the, they give you this little sponge, like a, you know that the training mats that you use in, in at school, that, that, yeah, yeah, the yeah. sponge, yeah, yeah. So they give you that and this, this blanket that's, that's made of, of like insect yeah, yeah, it's larvae. A dog blanket, yeah. yeah it's like, like it's just insects. Scratchy and, gray dog blanket. Yeah. So I lay down and, and the, the, this colored guy's got on tracksuit pants. It takes his tracksuit pants off and he's got, he's got, do you know what a, Msombi choppies, you know the msombi, the the you know those black bands, msombi, zombie, whatever. So anyway, he's got this, this he's got fuck you tattooed <laughs> down his legs here on his shins. But like, you know when when it's not even in line, like the 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 F is here, then the U is here, then C K, but the K is bigger than the C, and then this like, I was like, this is the most dangerous guy in here. Yeah, this, this is, is the not most a professional fucking tattoo, dangerous yeah. guy in here. Um, so anyway, spend the night in jail. Eventually, get get uh, released the next afternoon. Lawyer comes through, whatever. Get released. My cousin comes to fetch me, um, and we get outside. And I'm like, dude, how's my wife? How's my kids? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? Like, I asked you to do one thing. Yeah. I'm like, if you didn't go there, what do you do? Like, where where have you been? What's the how do you not know how they are? He says to me, no, um, I didn't know what to do. So I went to go and have a beer. So I'm like, don't... F- f- mm. So now <laughs> I've just come out of jail, guys. Understand that I smell like prison. I'm still wearing the clothes I had on yesterday. Um, and I'm like, dude, I specifically said to you, go and just check on my family. Just so you, you went to have a beer. I'm like, how did you... Where did you go and have a beer? You don't have a fucking job. I'm like, you don't have a job. How did you go and have a beer? It's like, no, you know, I, I drew, I spent some of your money. I'm like, what do you mean you spent some of my money? He's like, no, I spent, I, you know, like, I didn't know what to do. So I went to have a beer, and then, and then I was at the casino, so I gambled a little. I'm like, what? Wow. So I'm like, okay, cool. I was, I was in jail, and you thought this is a great opportunity to take my bank card, go to the ATM, throw some money, have a beer, and do a bit of gambling, because you're not sure what to do. Then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, cool. How much of my money did you spend, dude? Then he says, uh, look, I'm going to pay you back. And I'm like, first of all, you don't have a job. Um, 
because it was kind of working for 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 me for us at the time like doing some stuff um but he's like yeah, yeah i'm gonna pay you back so i'm like i'm not interested in paying back i'm like of my money you spent then he said to me no um five thousand rand um yeah 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 yeah. i also just said yo i was just like mm, okay then then i gave him my left home I, and swore at him the whole way um and i dropped him off and then and then as it turns out so what happened is because my battery had died then i charged my phone and i get 10 sms's yeah 10 sms's to say that 500 rand has been withdrawn from my account from like some dodgy atm here you know where the, the the bus what's the bus thing the the where the buses uh, go gandhi square gandhi, no not is it gandhi Park, park Station, Park Station. So there, there's like some dodgy ATM. If you're driving to Park Station, before you get into Park Station, there's an ATM. And if you know anything about Park Station, it's, you don't want to be there, ever. Like, ever, ever. He was there at like 2 o'clock, because it started, it started at like 11. So 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. So, yeah. Overnight, because my limit was 3 grand, so then he, he stretched it over 2. Clever. And then, and then as it turns out, <laughs> As it turns out, he was he was not he was not gambling. He he was on drugs, um, which which then made me feel bad, because I was in jail for weed, but <laughs> I used my own money for yeah. the weed. So I think the lesson there is yeah, is so marijuana that, that, not even once. Yeah, so that is the first. I, we don't <laughs> speak anymore. Um, after that, shame on him. No, I don't. Um, but then, but then, yeah. So that is. So that is, is he's never paid you back. No, he's never paid me back. And then, because we lost contact. I mean, when somebody does that to you, because like the thing for me is that I I don't care about the money. The money, money comes and goes, man. The thing that killed me is that he was proper my little brother. I paid for his banquet suit and stuff because his dad wasn't around. Like I I sense this is getting sad. Yeah, yeah, it's getting deep. (laughs) Let's let's move on to the next one. Here's a question. There's a. Wait, you said that was the first okay, I'm, I'm going to yeah. ask you a quick, a quick, okay, ask me ask you a quick first day question. Then, but yeah, okay. you said you'd been arrested you and sentenced story. before as well. I, so, I'll tell you So I'm going to get yeah. there. Okay, but so, so I was thinking the other day, you know, with the whole listeriosis thing. Was, I was like, somebody once was eating poloni. And poloni is made out of like hooves and lips and assholes and whatever. And they mm. were eating it and they were thinking, you know what this could use is garlic. And then they made that as a product. They like sold that as like a product. Like garlic, garlic poloni is now like mm. a thing. Yeah. So what's the one thing... You would put in poloni. Chilies. Chilies? Chilies. I, love, I, well, yeah, I think you get serious, a chili poloni. You that's a, a real serious answer. I was you expecting you to poloni. say your dick or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's more like a cream cheese, man. Come on. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. I just, I just saw the couch guy and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Fuck, I'm never going to love that dog. <laughs> okay, anyway, so... <laughs> I was like, I'm going to ask you another one of these because these are going eight. really well for me. I'm um, glad they are. <laughs> How do you know if a guy likes you? I don't. I don't even know if girls like me. How am I going to fucking know if guys like me? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, d- I know there's one guy that likes me, but he's just very open about it. He's like, yeah, if you were gay, my friend, the is thing's he out. He's not here. Okay. I wish he was. He'd also add to the ambiance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I've, I, I know there's one, one gay guy um, that, like, he... he loves me he's let you know if it ever goes south in your, yeah, in your yeah, marriage yeah. He's, he said to me he's there for you yeah if ever you're tired of the vagina my friend <laughs> i've got something <laughs> for you <laughs> then i was like no well and i've got nothing against gay guys i'm like go do your thing be happy in the world go and 
I, I mean, I maybe, maybe, maybe he got this idea because you're always getting arrested. Like, what, what was the second time? Oh, man. So the second time was technically, was actually the first time. So, so is you, were you convicted for the marijuana thing? Um, no, I did, uh, I did community service. I went to, to filing in the Ruhr. But that's, that's convicted. They court. found you guilty. They did find me guilty, but it didn't go to, to the courtroom. Like, I went and spoke to the, the judge oh, in, so the, did like a deal in the back a, room. Okay. And then they were like, dude. Okay. What's um, and then, yeah, so they, they just said sort of, like, it's off my record. No. Okay. Excuse me. Um, but the, 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 the first time I got arrested was, I was at the, the I was probably about 19, strangely, same year, I lost my yeah, yeah, big year for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to, you guys know that the, the beer fest, the German school, the TSJ beer fest thing? Yeah, yeah, so. That used to was, be such a classy place. <laughs> it used to be, so amazing, but then they fucking moved it. Like from the school, they moved it to Mark's Park. Then they moved it, to, or they moved it somewhere else, and then somewhere else. Oh, it was yeah, Mark's some Park. Dodgy people started Hamburg. coming, getting arrested there. So what happened is, what happened is, we're at the beer fest. It was at that Randberg Sports Complex thing opposite yeah. them. So we're there, and it's cool. We just arrived. We're there for for probably about an hour, not even two. Just sort of in the vibe, walking around, checking things out, and walking with a friend of mine. And we got our mugs in our hands with our beer. And we see this little dude run past us. Like, just he just runs past us, like, jogging. And like, that's cool. Next thing, like, we see these two cops run past in the same direction. Then we're like, those guys are chasing that bra. And as, as, as a bra that, that uses life experience in comedy, I had to go and see what was happening. Oh, yeah. That, like, uh, they, for no other reason. I wasn't just going to see. I was going... To, to research if there was possible comedy there, um, which there wasn't at the time. But anyway, so what happens is, my friend and I, we walk over, we see a crowd forming. So we see a crowd forming, walk over to see what's happening, and the guy that ran past us earlier, he's laying on the floor on his back, he's got a female cop sitting on top of him, and she's just going in, punching the guy, his head's, he's got a gash on his head, so what happened is they were, they were running him, they were chasing him, he slipped, trips, falls, hits his head on the table, gash, big gash, and apparently he'd stolen a handbag or a purse or something. Um, but anyway, this woman sitting on top of him, and she's, the other cop is standing, and he's pushing the crowd back. And we have so happened to be like one of the first people who get there. And I see what's happening, and I'm like, guys, this is not right, man. I'm like, whatever he did, just arrest the guy, take him away. I'm like, you can't assault somebody fucking here amongst the people like we're out here having a good time yeah take them to jail and assault them there and the cop pushes me away the guy the what the guy pushes me away and he's like you fuck off here then i'm like my man i'm not i'm not looking for trouble i'm not fighting but what you guys are doing is wrong whatever whatever mid conversation while i'm still trying to interact the bra throws a punch hits me in the chest hits me in the chest the reaction I had I had half a mug of beer in my hand. I threw the mug of beer up, and then that's that's when you're in a fight. The minute you eat a beer, so then we tussle, we tussle. So now we get into the thing, and I was winning, guys. I was fucking his ass up. Oh man, I was I was I was in there. I was, can I, was, I ask, was was this the stage that you felt like the Ultimate Warrior in 1980s WWE fighting the big dude, boss, man? I didn't even think <laughs> about <laughs> it, man. I didn't even think about it. I was just like. He punched me, I threw the beer, then we were fighting. There's no time for me to be like, ah, what's going on? Because, to be honest, I would have never fucking hit a police officer. I'm like, it's a fucking cop. You can't just, you can't just do the thing to a cop. But, 
But he hit me first. And I'm like, in all my rights, I'm like, there's 50,000 witnesses here. Let's go. So, <laughs> winning, we, we're in the fight, and, and I'm doing well. Land some night And then, and then, and then, fucking cops. Fucking, fucking, he had, he had pepper spray. And <laughs> fucking, guys, pepper spray. Have you ever been pepper spray, boss? Yeah. <laughs> pepper spray, pepper spray is, is, is hell on wherever it touches your body. Like, wherever it touches your body, that's where hell happens. So, firstly, so he hits me first, straight across the eyes, he gets me with the one. And it doesn't burn immediately. Like, nah, I got this. Then, two seconds later, it's like fucking daggers. Daggers in my eyes. So now I can't see. Um, he gives me a few shots. Eventually twists me. Gets me down onto the ground. I'm laying on the ground like this. Like this. For those of you who aren't here, my, my right arm is above my forehead. And I'm on my stomach. My left arm's behind my, my back. And he's, he's, he's pulling. So I've got my head down uh, on the side. Then he's spraying the pepper spray. Spraying, spraying, spraying. <laughs> so I turn my head to this side. Then he sprays this side. <laughs> like, like, I think the pepper spray... No, no, no. Uh, but I think the pepper spray was expiring on Monday. So he was like, I'm not going to use it again. I might as well finish it. So he sprays, sprays, spray. So I put my head straight down like that. The fucker puts his hand in. In. Like in here next to me and then continue to... Then I was like, dude, you got me. Like, I... <laughs> I fucking, I don't have pepper spray and I'm in this arm lock, fucking, whatever. Um, yeah, so then, so then I get arrested, get taken to the cell. My friend who was with me was recording the whole thing. He records the whole thing. The cops grab the phone, his phone from him, delete the video from the phone, shove the phone into my pocket as they're taking me out to, to the holding area. Um, anyway, spend the night in jail again, get released late the next day. Um, and then I spent a year going to court. Spent a whole year, every month, go to court for one day, sit at court for for probably about eight hours, and then they call your case, and then they say, cool, postpone to next month, this date, come back. Then you do that thing for a whole year. Um, but it was crazy because the the two cops who eventually, when the when the case actually happened, the two cops who came to the to be witnesses. The one was not there on the day. He was not there at all. Like the two cops that arrested me were male and female. Two guys come to the courtroom as as the witnesses, um, and their stories didn't line up. Their stories were so different that my court-appointed lawyer said to me, "We don't even need because they've they've messed up their own right. story." Um, yet, surprise, surprise, South African justice system. Hey, hey, hey. I now have a criminal record for <laughs> defeating the ends of justice. I was originally arrested. I was originally arrested for for assault, assault GBH, um, assaulting a police officer, defeating the ends of justice, and there was a fifth charge as well. I can't remember what the fifth charge was. There were five charges on my thing, um, and yeah. So so like it's 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 also the type of thing I can't even I can't argue. I was young. I was stupid. I shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. Um, but, yeah, I got arrested, and then I got a, a five-year suspended sentence. So I didn't do any jail time. Yeah. didn't have to do community service. Um, but it was just a matter of if you get arrested again, we add this plus whatever. But now um, you've got, like, real incentive to do well in comedy because no one else will employ you. No, no. <laughs> and possibly after this podcast comes out, I might not even have a job. <laughs> <laughs> wow, arrested twice. I've never... 
I've never, I mean, I must be honest, first aid question sometimes gets material, but that was like 15 minutes. <sighs> it's very nice. I wish they could I all do that. I this one will. This one will. Okay. Would you rather have a cock on your forehead or a face where your cock is? Cock on your forehead or a face where your cock So if I have a cock where my face, a face where my cock is, yeah, does there's that no mean cock down there. You've got no there's cock. There's no at cock, all. but then I'd, I have. You've got a normal face. Normal face. Yeah. No, and, and so I have a normal face and a face down and here. And a second face that you can talk to, you can have discussions. You know, you'll never be lonely. Be like, so, but then if I have a cock on my forehead, do I also have a cock on my yeah. cock? Like yeah, where you my got cock two is. Cocks, so yeah. I have two cocks. Okay. Uh, cock on my forehead. <laughs> cock on my forehead, most definitely. Because I don't want to have a discussion with the face where my cock should be no, about, about how it, like, sexually frustrated we are together. Just like, can you imagine if we had a penis? We'd be able to... I can't even kiss him because he's fucking me. But if you, if, you had a, if you had a face down there, yeah. you would never have fucked a couch. That's true, but I would have probably licked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is very important. So have you ever shot a gun? Let me finish. Oh. At a wedding. At a wedding? No. But have you, you shot a gun? I've, I've shot a gun, yeah. yeah. Um, registered, no. Safe environment. You said it with like, like, you, you said it like, he's like, 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 like <laughs> the, as a colored bra, have you ever, sh- no. <laughs> so, I've shot a gun. Um, I shot a shotgun. I shot a 50 cal. I shot a 45 and a 38. The revolver. Like just fights. randomly? Or no, I've, so I've, got a, I've got a friend who, who is a, a licensed sport shooter, which means that he has a license to carry around all these fucking crazy weapons. He's like the okay. only, he's, he's licensed to carry around the AK 47. He's got an, he owns an AK 47. So AK-47. he's licensed he's to not, shoot it, but you, yeah. not so much. And he should probably not no. have a license because he gives you his guns. No, but to we went to a shooting range and it was safe and oh, it was okay. fine and it was amazing. And, yeah, but guns are not for me. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan. So you're a badass, right? I mean, you're, you're like a sexually frustrated teenage badass who goes around fucking people up and fucking the couch and whatever. How do you get into comedy? Like, how does that happen? So, so I was no, no, not no, no. That's, that's an established okay. fact now. Let's not argue that. Let's, let's talk about how you got into comedy. <laughs> okay, so how I got into comedy, it's, it's, it's a very strange thing. So, like, I, I, I never knew what comedy was. My dad used to watch a little bit of comedy, like the Eddie Murphys and that now and again on TV growing up. But um, I'd never really been expo- exposed to live stand-up comedy. Um, and the first time, I think I was probably... 15, 16 years old when I went to the underground. Okay. You know the underground, Melville. Um, and I, I just went in and saw comedy for the first time ever. And it was, it was something that I just enjoyed, something that I loved. But what happened is, I think the, what, what really pushed me was when I, that was, that was, I went one, one night to comedy, saw what was happening, loved it. Never went again because I'm 15. So then, finished school, and go to university to UJ. Um, it was Rao at the time, and they used to do these campus activations. And I saw John Vlismus for the first time ever in my life. John Vlismus came and did a campus activation, and was just the most amazing, inspirational person I'd ever seen. To be was honest. this for F and B? Uh, it could possibly it have been. I don't know what it was for actually. Well, was, Kelly, he was good at it. So. Yeah, no. The thing I remember from that is some girl. Because so what happens is he's standing on like a platform, and then there's this massive semicircle of people just standing around and watching, and and some girl walks across the center of the thing, which nobody had done, and he's like, 
Ma'am, I have a joke that'll blow your tits off. But you look like you've heard it already. <laughs> and people lost their minds. And I loved that because I was, I was just a guy that always, like, I remember doing stupid things. I remember jumping out of a tree in standard four and properly injuring myself. Didn't break anything, but properly injuring myself just to get a group of people, female people laughing. Um, like, and, and that's always just been my thing. I just love seeing people laugh and being the reason people are laughing or smiling or whatever. Um, and then the second, second comedian I ever saw do live stand-up comedy was also, like, I just finished school. We went out clubbing one night um, to a club in, in, on the West Rand called Cuba. It's like one o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden music just shuts down. It, club's dead quiet. And this is like it's a proper colored club. Like it's people, we, they made us go there in short, in shoes and collared shirts, like that type of vibe. And music shuts down and the, the owner of the club comes on and he announces, um, so my friend's here and he's a comedian, so he's going to come and tell you guys some jokes. At which point people are like, fuck you. We're here in a club. We're not coming to watch comedy. Brings Joey Rustin onto stage. And an audience, a club audience that were there. They were in the midst of their dancing. People were still down on their knees just watching. <laughs> just like this could end at any moment. But he, he took that audience and probably some of the roughest colored people I'd ever seen that were swearing and wanting to kill him. And he turned that audience to the point that he got... I'd say 60% of the room laughing and on his side. Just amazing. And at that moment, I was like, I love this thing. This, whatever this is, it's amazing. And the first time I ever got on stage was probably 10 years ago. Um, all by myself, I just decided, I phoned Tafia. I, because I was that guy that, whose, whose friends always said, you need to be on stage, you need to be on stage. So I phoned the guy, I phoned Tafia. I'm like, cool, I want to do a spot. Expecting her to say, cool, come in three months or a month or whatever. She's like, cool, we'll see you on Sunday. Come through. Because at that point, 10 years ago, I don't think there were many open spots running around. Um, so I go through, don't I t tell a few select friends, go through, do an open spot. I can't remember. I had no idea what comedy was. I didn't know you had to write a set and have material. I thought you just get up on stage, say whatever cuck you is going on in your mind, and that's how it works. And I got up on stage, and I said whatever cock was on my mind. I can't tell you one of the things that I said, except at some point I lifted my hand, and I was like, you are this light, this cock, bright. And the audience died. Like, that's how much they were on my side. Like, whatever I said, I was like, guys, this is my thing. I'm, I'm going to be fucking, I would say the next Trevor Noah, but he wasn't even around fucking 10 years ago. Now he's ruining a show tonight. But anyway, um, <laughs> not there, here. Yeah. Um, so, so I do the thing, five minutes, kill and I remember coming off stage, John was hosting, as I handed him the mic, when he, as we, we did the pass thing, he was like, come back. Then I was like, guys, John, John Blissmus just told me. I was like, I've made it. I've made it. This is my thing. Then, phone Tafia, Monday morning. I'm like, cool, I'm going to book another spot. She's like, oh, you were so awesome last night. Cool, we'll book you another spot two weeks. Cool. This one, very confident. Tell all my friends. I'm like, I'm doing comedy. Come and check. Friends, come and check. Comedy, comedy comedy yeah yeah then that's that was i left the stage saying um you guys are cock audience <laughs> and i left the stage like that's that's how it, and it was filled with my friends and family <laughs> that's it was terrible um and then i did a third spot probably about a month after that um where it was sort of the in-between of just 
it wasn't great, it wasn't shit. Riyad Musa was there. He came to me and was like, I love what you're doing, stick to what you're doing. But by the time he'd come to speak to me, I'd already decided comedy is not for me. I'm, gonna, I'm never going to do this thing again. Um, so yeah, that was, that was the first, few, first three slots I did, and then I stopped until seven years ago when Jason and I got on stage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The reason I asked you about that FNB like thing was because that's how I got into comedy. Yeah. Was yeah, because John was doing an FNB uh, activation at Wits University, and it was yeah. during a week, and I was really drunk, and I was I mean I was proper, proper. like proper. That's what I did at university. That's I what study. I did at university. I just used to get really drunk. <laughs> yeah. Degrees. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's <laughs> what I did, and then and then I had I had a beer funnel over my shoulder. That's the kind of drunk I was, and I was. And I was just listening to him talk about FNB. And I'd seen him at the underground, so I knew he was funny. Yeah. So I was just heckling him. I was like, ah, come on, this is shit. It'll be better. And then he was trying very hard to do an FNB activation, talking about how we should all get an FNB account. Yeah. And I was just making his life horrible. So eventually he turned on me, and I realized now, like I'm the type of asshole, you don't want... And he turned on me and started mocking me. And I just started mocking him back. Yeah. And I kept saying to him, I tell you what, John, this isn't working for you. Have a beer. Let me and, and I'll leave. Yeah. I was like, have a, have a beer funnel and I'll leave. And he, I didn't know he'd just quit alcohol at that nice. point. Nice. And he was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And eventually he went, okay, fine. Fine. I'll, I'll do it. But, you know, later, after the show. So yeah. now I know, like, I've got it. And I carry on hitting me and I keep burning him back. And I remember the one eventually he hit me and he said, you know, a beer funnel is just a phallic object. And I said to him, yes, this is the dude who talks into a microphone for a living. <laughs> and he yes. went, bring it. And he did a beer funnel on stage and I left. And he came That's to me afterwards funny. and he said, you, this Sunday, the underground. And I didn't realize then. I thought, ah, he thinks I'm funny. Yeah. But all he wanted was revenge. Yeah, he just wanted to. Because then I got there and then his intro for me was the most demeaning, terrible yeah. thing I've ever endured. And, yeah. and I still did okay. So that's why I do this thing now. Nice. But it's weird. Like clearly that activation didn't work for FNB. No. But it worked for the I comedy industry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look where we are today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, so <nice>. Trevor Noah. <laughs> <laughs> and FNB. Yeah, and FNB. Was that, I mean, the thing is very often, your second gig is your worst one. Because it's almost yeah, like I you, you, get, you, you oh, plan I for the first one and then you get, you get cocky for I the second one. I didn't plan. I didn't plan at yeah, all. But, but I planned I'm, for the second one yeah. a little bit more than I planned okay. for the first one. And then I proper, <laughs> oh, the worst. Like, when I think about it, I still feel sad. Was that the most painful thing you've ever, like... Have you ever had like surgery or been shot or? No, I've, I've, okay, so I've had a bit of surgery. Okay. Um, once. Um, but, so, in fact, this is something that I've, I've been thinking about telling on stage. Uh, um, but I, I, I did, so I had surgery, guys. The reason I had surgery, though. Was to remove your dick from a couch. No, okay. was <laughs> to remove a dick from a forehead. Um, <laughs> And put it into the couch. Anyway, so so I I know I love comedy because I don't I don't see the doctor as much as I did before. Like I worked in a call center. I I, did, I worked in a call center for years, and working in a call center, what you learn is if you don't love the call center, you will take every opportunity you can to not be in the call center. So like if there's a public holiday. Call centers. There are people that love call centers. They don't love the call center. The, the thing is, I loved the money in the call center okay. in the beginning. That's 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 what attracted me. I was making money that that people with degrees were making, 
and I had no experience, okay. no, no qualification. All I could do was talk up to people and sell them something. And at the time, I mean, coming out of school, I think I started in the call center. I must have been 20 years old. Um, and in the first three months, like, I was earning like eight grand a month. Okay. 20 years old, no expenses, eight grand a month. This is like 12 years ago. It's more. Yeah. Anyway, so I used to take all the time I could off. But the thing with call center is that there are rules. There are rules. If you take off a Monday or Friday, you have to have a doctor's note. So I was very clever with the way I took. I was always off Monday to, well, Tuesday to Thursday. Right. But then occasionally there'd be like a public holiday in the mix somewhere. And then usually what would happen is if there's a public holiday, I'd usually be off the day before or after as well because I was young and stupid. Um, but what happened is I took off a, a Friday. I was off work on a Friday because my, a friend of mine was on leave and another one was unemployed and we were going to get together and have a braai and just chill. That is the plan for Friday. So I'm like, cool, I'm going to go to the doctor first, get a thing, and then I'll meet you guys later. So I go to the doctor Friday morning. First thing, I'm like one of the first patients there, see the doctor, and I get into the doctor's room, and they, they all do the same thing. They all check your, your blood pressure, listen to your heart, check your ears, whatever, whatever. Then he does the thing where he's like, lay down on the bed, and they start pressing on your stomach. Because he says to me, what's wrong? So he says to me, what's wrong? And I'm like, no, I've got a little bit of a headache, and my stomach's not feeling great. Because that, that could be anything yeah, from yeah. fork and diarrhea to cancer to fork and <laughs> eight. Like, that's the standard conditions. Um, so then he does the thing, he says, right, cool, lay on the bed, and he's pressing on my stomach, and he's like, does it hurt, does it hurt, does it hurt, and I just keep going, no, 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 then I'm like, oh, fuck, I said my stomach hurts, I need to, I need to say yes, so then he presses, and I'm like, ah, did that hurt, so I'm like, ah, fuck, so much, doc, oh, terrible pain, please, um, I need, I need, I need the neck, I need a note to, because I can't go back to work, I'm feeling really shit, he's like, cool, cool, um, this is really bad, uh, would you be able to go and see a specialist? I'm like, yeah, sure, because I've got medical aid, and this is what I pay the right. medical aid for. And I'm like, I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm like, yeah, I can go see a specialist. Because the assumption is specialists, like if you try and phone and book a specialist, you can't see them today. You see them in fucking three weeks. So this is the thing. So I'm like, he's tell me to go and see the specialist. Then I'm not going to go. It's fine. Let me just get my notes. I'm like, yeah, I can go and see a specialist. No problem. Then he says, cool, just hold on. Just wait here. Um, let me call the specialist. At this point, I'm still like, cool, he's going to give me the note. So I'm like, Doc, before you go, can I just get the note? Um, he's like, wait, 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 I'm going to phone the special. Phone's the guy, speaks, speaks, yeah, 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 cool, are you busy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can I send a patient to you? The guy's like, yeah. He's like, okay, cool, he'll be there now. Shut bye, puts the phone down. So he says to me, cool, specialist is at the hospital, Flora Clinic. You can go and see him. He'll be ready for you in an hour. So I'm like, cool, I'll go there, but I need, I need the doctor's note. So he's like, no. Go and see the specialist. He'll give you the note. I'm like, ah, this is cutting into my drinking and smoking time. But fine, because now I'm like, if specialist, this is at least maybe I'm getting Monday and Tuesday off also. It sounds, sounds hectic. I'm like, definitely Monday and Tuesday. Go to the specialist, um, checks me out, does the same thing, test the ears, check whatever, whatever, lay down your stomach, tell him the same story, press, press, press. Now I remember, I remember where the spot is, where, where I said yes. So then he presses, I'm like, ah, Doc, ah, that's terrible. It hurts, it hurts so bad. I can't breathe. Oh my God, please stop now. So then, then he's like, no, no, this is very serious. This is very serious. He says to me, um, what are you doing at two o'clock? This is at like 
probably 11 in the morning. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing at 2 o'clock? I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be at work. So I'm going to just be at home recovering. I'm really not feeling well. Also, my GP said that, that you're the guy that's going to give me the note. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> cool, um, I need you to come back at 2 o'clock. So I'm like, why? Why? How long does it take you to write out the doctor's note? Like, are you planning? I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, what are you? Th- no, can't you just give me the note? Then he says, no, 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 I can't just give you the note. I need you to go home and pack a bag. I'm like, pack a fucking bag? What are you talking about? <laughs> then he says to me, no, we think that your appendix burst. Um, so we have to remove your appendix today before you die. <laughs> then I... You know, <laughs> you know. Then at some point you just like, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm too deep in. Like I can't. Because now, now the thing is, if I say, if I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, you're not going to take my appendix out. Then they're like, because they, now I'm still a youth. I'm stupid. I'm like, what, what, what could happen? What are they going to do? So I'm like, ah, no, no, I can't, I can't. Then grade twelve biology came back to me and. Somewhere, at some point, somebody said to me, your appendix has no use in your body. Like, it's, it's just there. It's just there, not doing anything. And I was like, I fucking pay medical aid. <laughs> and I was like, if I have my appendix removed today, I will definitely get Monday off. Definitely get Monday off. So I just want to show you my little appendix scar over here. <laughs> This is, this is, I got the whole week off, just so you, the whole next week I got off. Yeah, so I went, I went home, packed the bag, and then, and then came back to the hospital and had my appendix removed. Um, and then afterwards, did you say to the doctor, so was the appendix burst? Oh, then, no, they came to me to say, oh, we got it just in time. Uh, you, <laughs> we, you'd have died. You'd have died. And we, I was like, fuck you guys, man. Lucky my medical aid's paying for this. Otherwise, I'd have been like, fuck you guys. But, um, yeah, so, so then <laughs> apparently it was about to explode. Just Ladies and gentlemen, Nicholas Goliath. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah.